right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle Children. Wow. Whoa. Wowzer. Um, okay. How are you, bitch? I'm living and thriving. I'm living, living and, and thriving. thriving. I am living and thriving. Amazing. I'm living and I'm thriving. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so what if we are? So what if we are? Who cares? <laughs> Get off our back, you know? It's like, um, I'm sorry. Did we do something to you? To you in particular? Personally, that no. our thriving has something to do with you? I don't think so. Unless you're that girl who I stepped on today. Which I already said. That sorry, but fault. I said move. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. You <laughs> fell. That's on you. On the ice. I had to keep moving. And was it in front of my house? Yes. yes. But I didn't. the city didn't bring the salt. I don't think that if the city brings the salt, I can't bring the salt. Anyway. So. That's pretty much. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Um, no, I was just telling you before we started recording and then I thought, you know what the people need to hear I know. that I may be going, well, I have some, some trips coming up actually in general. That, I love that. And I'm actually going to Portugal in when April. You I'm are wild. Isn't it? What's the details on that? Claire and I are going. It's for her birthday. When's her birthday? I think Claire and I have very similar birthdays as well April as names. April 12th. 27 right but it's close yeah i'm a Taurus. oh you aren't the same sign no. even well then you have nothing in common <laughs> nothing at all except for our last names <laughs> <Yeah>. and initials <laughs> and the month you were born um <laughs> what was i gonna say so i'm going i have a wedding in spain in june spain so <gasps> in in madrid oh uh, my god well it's actually in the ruins of a cathedral an hour outside of madrid in this small town i'm leaving um i'm livid and it is allegedly very beautiful of course so it is. i have a casita uh, in <gasps> the town for the weekend and basically i guess like the only thing in the town really is this like place wow so it's like airbnbs in one hotel oh i'm sure they just like make money on that people. yeah it's a wedding town um so i'm do- going to that but so that's on saturday is the actual wedding they have a bus going from madrid to the town yeah like the wedding does on friday and then back sunday wow and i have to be back Monday, I have to record for the Netflix podcast. Okay. So, oh. I know. So, I'm going to be there for that weekend, but I have, like, the first, like, the 11 days before it off from right. everything on purpose. Wow. So, I think I'm going to go from before, I'm going to go to Madrid on, like, Wednesday. Yeah. Then go to this town on Friday. Absolutely. So, before that, I was thinking of going yes. someplace else yes and so my friend kelly who lives in paris wow um and so i was like i'll go see kelly who lives in paris now yes so i texted her about it and she was like actually i'm not going to be in paris because to keep she wants to i guess renew her visa or something but you oh. have to like leave the country for okay. a certain amount of like three weeks wow. and then come back and so she was like my girlfriend, Kelsey, Kelsey Absolutely. Bailey. They live in Paris now? Kelly lives in Paris. Wow. Teaching English. She moved there like six or seven months ago. And it was just for like a year. But I guess yeah. she's like extended. Extending. But Kel- Kelsey's still here. But they're like doing long distance. And Kelsey goes and visits a lot and works sometimes from there when she can. Wow. But so... Because she couldn't, Kelsey couldn't go because she didn't have a work visa. And Kelly got the work visa because she's teaching for this program. Right. Um, So she was like, Kelsey's actually coming and we're going to be in Sicily. And we already have an Airbnb with an extra room. Oh my God. Come there. And so. No more. I think I'm going to go to Sicily. That's so fun. Which is so exciting. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Italy. My family's Italian. Italy is to die. I would love to go to the town my grandmother's from. Where's that? In Calabria. It's like a a town. I'm thinking my uncle went there once, but I'm like, maybe I'll 
go there by myself yes. for like a two days. Sorrento is beautiful too. Because I'm like, there's so much, but I don't have enough time. But I want to. I will back. say this is what I'll say about Italy. I think like the let when I travel in general, the less you move, the more you like either like go into vacation mode and like soak it in. It's like when you go from place to place, you're a traveler, you're a tourist. But if you stay in one place and just soak it in, it's like totally. But the thing I'm like, so maybe I should wait and go to where my nan is from when I have more time. Yeah. Or like even just spend because the thing is, I just don't have the time to. Yeah, you don't have the time. And I'm like, and I want to obviously, I don't want to yeah. spend too much time Probably. alone in that town because yeah. I don't speak the language and. You could do it though. It'd probably be really fun. Yeah, but also I'm like I would like to see Kelly. I haven't yeah. seen her in like years now. Yeah. Um, and I'm like Sicily is like on the water and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You so can even. I think we're gonna go there for like four days and then go to Madrid and then come home. I love that. That's a dream. And then I'm going to Scotland. I think in August or September because my friend's having a baby and. And it's, she's actually due, like, she's also listening right now, so I hope she's not mad, because I don't think it's public. Well, it's got to be public. Well, and I think that we... If it's not public, text me, and um, I'll apologize, but we already <laughs> have posted it, so it can't really come down. <laughs> text me, too. Uh, I'll apologize I'm not using well. names, <laughs> no, but no one anybody knows. that knows me knows okay, I only have sure. one friend that lives there. But And, you know, one of my friends from home also got pregnant. See, so now everybody's pregnant. That's double jeopardy. It is double jeopardy. Um, but I was gonna go, but the baby's due like in May. Oh, so I was like, I would stop in June. But I'm like, you know what? You know what? The last thing someone who had a baby wants visitors. Yeah. Like I'm like I've seen this game play out it's, many times. People are close right. friends. You want to come a few months later once people have stopped. You know uh, what I find is most women that have children, um don't care about visitors until don't believe like three in humanity months in. anymore they're like you know what i'm exhausted i'm exhausted i dare you to speak to me um and obviously i'm kidding you want visitors but not ones that <laughs> stay at your house you know what i mean i do like i'm like no one wants a sleepover guest no one wants two babies in the house exactly <laughs> and you know me <laughs> i do I'll put up a fit. I'll be crying, smoking Me weed too. in the house. Absolutely. I'm a nightmare. I'm a nightmare. I love to crawl. Um, So I think I'm going to go later when. Smart. I love that. And she's like going to have family back and forth, I'm sure. Yes. Um, Stunning. So maybe I'll do something then. But then also, oh. so I might be freelance writing for Virgin Cruise Lines. It's a whole thing. My friend writes for them. And they want to send me on a cruise honey and well how could you write about something you don't know how could i really how could you and also i think maybe for like social media things they would want but listen and i think i would get to bring a friend but listen i'm trying to take us on a cruise jesse that's what my point of this whole story is is i let's love a cruise let's do a cruise and you've never cruised i've never cruised and i actually think i'm born to cruise you would love a cruise. That's what I'm saying. And you know they have like several dress-up dinners across. Every dinner is a dress-up dinner for me. And we'd be sitting at the captain's table. Uh, the captain's table. If you think I wouldn't have 18 million new friends, and half of them are 50 to 60 year old Cynthia's, those are you're the crazy. only people I talk to on the cruise. Right? I'm like, when is like? But I, I, hope I think so. Poker. The Virgin cruises are like. Like what is that? younger vibes. So like I'm like, hooking up. Like twenties, thirties, forties. We're hooking who are we fucking? <laughs> I think it's a fuck cruise. We're fucking. I'm and I hate fuck to say that I do wanna like I wanna fuck you know a they deck have casinos hand. On do you know cruises? what I mean? Yes. They have tons of bars. I wanna play poker. I wanna play poker and then shows. start being like, I feel like I can read you. And they have amazing like shows. We see a Broadway show. Yes. We, you can dress up, you can dress down. We're please. I beg of you. Uh, this is me begging of you. Let me cruise. I would love to let you cruise. I just want to cruise my ass off. The pictures will take. I can't. I mean, I literally can't. Yeah, no, it's a fucking rooms will sleep in. I can't. <laughs> the yeah, I bet it'll be nice. No, uh, and they don't have any interior rooms. I think on these, they all have a window. They all have a balcony. Goodbye. 
That's the way you got to do it. When I went on a cruise last time, oh, we had a balcony. That's gorgeous. And it's the best. Yeah, the, I mean, that's, yeah, to even have a private, like, way to look. And it's a private balcony, of course. That's what I mean. That's they so have beautiful. A ton. And it's like, and I don't know where it stops, but don't forget, they stop places. Uh, yeah, of course. How could they not? You would love haggling for in stores in the Caribbean. You know I haggle. They have so many no cool one haggles craft like things. me. Oh my, please, God, please, Lord. And I just really throw caution to the wind on cruises. I'm a very, yes. put me in an all-inclusive situation, and I'm thriving. You're thriving. You're generous. I'm like, okay, compare. we're going to be drinking all day. Yeah. Done. I don't Done. care. I'm going to take a nap now. There's no time on cruises. You sleep when you want. <gasps> you live when you want. You li- it's you like eat. Vegas in the water. Uh, yeah, let's go. And everything stays in the water. And then obviously you get back and you really sh- need really. to clean your body. Absolutely. You go on a real cleanse Very afterwards. hard cleanse. You have to. Your liver's dead. And before even, too. Yeah, to But get then when ready. you get on, it's like, game on. Yeah. Let's ruin what I did. Uh, exactly. I said I'd be good on land. In the water, no promises. No promises. Bye. It's uh, marine law. Yeah, let's go. I do love a fucking boat. Please, let's go. I really, I know I'll thrive. I'll never be more adventurous. I will take over the boat. <laughs> and there'll be adventures. They probably have like those surfing things. I'll surf. I'll learn something you know, like, new. You know those like weight where like. Oh my God. When you're, like, oh, yeah. I've done that on a cruise before. I would do I that. fell immediately well, and then kept rolling at the bottom. <laughs> I Listen, uh, to fall is to live. To fall is to live. And the crew, I mean, there's nightclubs karaoke clubs like i'm salivating it's a city in the Stop. in the water why are we not i saw a, a cover band of i can't remember okay but they were really good the, well no they i don't remember but the the guitarist was the hottest man i've ever laid eyes on in my entire life when I tell you, I can still see him when I close my eyes. Oh my lord! And I was so so drunk, <gasps> and I was shouting the most inappropriate things <laughs> to the point that my friend was like, "Your uncle can hear you. You need to stop." <laughs> like I literally was like, "Come on, my face!" <laughs> At like the crew, and then the next day, he's like, "I saw him like walking," and it was so I, my uncle's eyes of like. Whoa. The psycho. But also but I have a party family. family. Good for God. you. I was gonna say. I you'd do me proud. You know what I mean? I also this is a really fucked up thing that I did on the cruise. What but I do? think it's funny and guys, I apologize in advance if this is offensive. But <laughs> <laughs> my mom Just text him, he'll So apologize. like my mom never really drinks. Very rarely. Okay, cool. I've never seen her drunk ever. Wow. Um and She'll like on a cruise or yes, if it's like a holiday, maybe a glass of wine, yeah, or like oh, she loves a white Russian. Good for her, wow. Okay, and so like her and my aunt will have like a white Russian. I like that, but like I'm talking one or two. Of course, it's you know. minimal. But I thought it was going to be hilarious because we were meeting my parents at this like bar where they have the karaoke contest. Very intense well i can't imagine i actually like it's like american fucking idol yeah that's... and it goes on the whole time it's like oh like four nights a week and so they the first night is the first one and then oh. it's like oh they're moving on to the second round wow it's a whole thing um but anyway i did show pictures to show pictures of my mom to the waitresses and the bartenders at the one bar and said yeah. this is my mother and she's a raging alcoholic if she asks for a drink please do not serve her <laughs> save our family (laughs) (laughs) and um then when my mom came and she did and the woman was like um and kept looking at me i was like i uh and i was like mom you can't do this to us oh my god that's (laughs) and the waitress and i was like we're just kidding and obviously my mom was very upset (laughs) Um, upset the waitress thought i was the demon yeah (laughs) But in my defense, I had been drinking since about yes. six o'clock that morning, probably. And that's a prank. That's a prank if I've ever seen one. I 
I know, love that. And gambled, you name it. I would do it all. My mom, one time we were at a like a family bought mitzvah and they had apple teenies. That's what I remember, apple teenies. I'm obsessed. And my mom started to get wasted. Obsessed. So fun. You know, because she's like, also, I, I forget if I was legal and I was drinking with her, but there's nothing more fun than just like seeing your parent drunk and then the next day like i just remember i mean maybe i was an idiot or maybe i just believe but my dad was like your mom has a stomach ache or mom's not feeling good when i <laughs> wanted to be like hung over mom's hung over <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it's like um and did you watch real housewives of miami uh no the one girl like just gets so fucking wrecked that <laughs> usually doesn't drink and then the next day is like they're like, we don't know what's wrong with her. She's so sick. She can't get out of bed. And it's like, girl. Candace is feeling the wrath of alcohol. And she was like, I didn't drink that much. And then in classic <laughs> yeah, Housewives oh editing, <laughs> they do it with the time oh and count God, the drinks. Ding, along. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 It was like ding, red yeah. wine. Ding, ding, ding. <gasps> Absolutely. Whatever. And they end up calling 911 for her. Well, that happened to me. We all remember. And they come and they give her an IV. <sighs> And that's... then she's fine, and she still makes Lars's jewelry party that afternoon. Absolutely. Well, Wait, once you got they called nine one one for you for being hungover. Did I tell you this for being drunk on my twenty first birthday? Remember? Oh yeah. He was carried out on a stretcher, folks. And that's the way you want to leave your birthday party. If you have to leave your own birthday party, girl, you're not walking. It happens to the best of us. Thank you for knowing. It does happen to the best of us. And for someone who didn't know, say it with me, boundaries. Yeah, boundaries And have important. the confidence back then. Um, oy, oy, oy. Can I tell you that I did a photo shoot yesterday? Did First you? of all, I haven't done a photo shoot in forever. Second of all, I love a camera until someone it? tells me to stop talking. <laughs> See, I always think I'm going to be amazing in a photo shoot. I'm not. And I, I kind of freeze up a bit. Let me tell you something. I don't freeze up a bit. Your girl, like, I full on had a meltdown. Oh, no. It was all internal. My inner child, when it's getting wrecked, it doesn't know how to use their words. Can't speak. Oh, I'm very much a not communicator. Mute. I go full mute. People are like, you good? I'm like. You know, I always thought it was like a mature way of dealing with things until recently. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> like, my friend, like, I'm like, if I'm mad at someone, I'm just not going to text them back. Right. And in my head, I'm like, that's the nice way to deal with it. Because if I respond, it's going to be rude and mean. And right. I can't possibly. But then my friend was like, like, I'm freaking out that you've been so mad. And I was like, I'm not so mad. Yeah. He's like, you didn't respond to me. I was like, I was annoyed. I wasn't so mad. Right. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that yeah. by not communicating, maybe that uh, affects people that actually do know how to communicate. Yeah. And have anxiety even. Yeah. It's like they then have to build the story. Um, all of my friends, as soon as things get like tense in text, I'm always like, let's talk about this in person or like, let's talk on the phone. Cause when you can hear somebody also, if you're not, yeah, when you know, when, yeah, you're mad, it's like you read a text and it's like, Oh, really? Totally. Sounds great. I'm like, you know what, bitch? Totally. It does sound great. And I always start wonder. I'm like, I wonder how many relationships and friendships have been destroyed because of texting Text or emails. For me, literally with dating, texting is my biggest nightmare. And I full on have... Well, especially with... Because your texting sometimes reads as like I, you're in a mood. 100%. But... I know that that's just how you te like. I'm just like, uh, yeah, because you're also like not always looking at your phone and stuff. I if I don't, but if put, someone doesn't know you, yes, I come across like short, you know, and yeah. kind of cold. But it's like I think that uh, I can't multitask well. First of all, so when yeah, I'll be, <laughs> yeah, like yesterday, <laughs> I was like, did I even respond? Then I was like, sure thing, and I'm like, is that nice? Like I don't even know, but that, I'm just trying to be like affirmative you know oh yeah no see if that was like i didn't at all think that you were but some people would right like yeah. especially if i don't know i just yeah i can be bad and then i also misread things like i can't tell you how many fights i've gotten in with anyone i've ever dated being like and you know what next time i like it's just always very aggressive and insane <laughs> of course but also i find that 
yeah, if someone doesn't like message me back on a dating app or, and I'm like this fucking piece of shit. Yeah. But I'm like, cause that's what I do. Right. To ice someone out. Mm-hmm. Or I genuinely like just don't, I'm not like a huge texter. Yeah, me neither. I, I just get very like uh, bored, bored with uh, text where I'm like, or I'm like watching something. Yeah, right. It's always a secondary thing to do. If it's the only thing I'm doing, I, I'm doing see, nothing. And that's why I appreciate, like I have a friend who will send me, he's like listening right now, probably. Oh my God, all of your friends um, listen. Obsessed. Thank you, Sarah. My only friend <laughs> that listens. But he will like send so many tweets and yeah. so many things all day, even if I don't respond to it. But I'm like, I'm still looking and laughing at them. I'm just not like and he just knows thinking that. to respond in the moment. And yeah, he like knows, he knows that, that I'm not. Good friends just kind of know your weaknesses and are like, does they don't take it personally yeah. anymore. And if I have time or if I'm like not, you know, yeah. recording. Also, it's recording. We record so much. Right. Like not just for this, but we both record otherwise for things and like. I'll read something while recording 100%. and be like, oh, I have to respond. And then two hours later, 100%. completely have yep. forgotten. I know. It's not personal. I think people know that. I really do. Um, you can only do what you can do, you know? Although I will say, I was talking to this guy on a dating app. Okay, obsessed. I've been trying, okay? okay I mean, yes, to much bitch. fucking dismay. But... Not to my... We're having a great conversation. He was yeah. being so sweet. And then he just fucking stops yeah and it's like girl well here's the good thing to remember half the time uh things could be going on in their life that's like who knows no, totally i'm not that's why i'm like it's not like he was like anything to do with me because i've done the same thing exactly. to people exactly where and i'm then just like br- oh i forgot to open the app for like eight days because i was in a m- right. depressed mood and honestly in like a week and a half you can just send a funny text that's like i miss us or like didn't mean to hit you know or sorry i was in the shower yeah, it's been about two weeks and then like oh. a week ago i did send like oh, okay. a funny gif and he didn't respond to that either um okay but whatever. let it go there's one guy I was talking to who was like, we should get a drink. And so then I was like, okay, great. Yeah, here's my number. And then we texted. And then I said, he was like, when can we meet up? I said when I was free. And he just didn't respond for like 24 hours. And then was like, oh, I could do a FaceTime right now. And I said, um, like, no. And then I also was like, also, I really like people who communicate well and like plan. Oh. And... um. But the thing is, like somebody... But see, you say that, but you're not that great at it. I'm trying to be. Even the fact that I said that is me communicating more than I would. Yeah, but be... you have to then like respond as much as he does. Yeah, I do. Okay. So it's just my but text that you're But then he did it again. Ignoring. Oh, after Then he did it, it again. He was like, okay, blah, we started planning. I said it and then he, he went away again. And I was like, this is just someone who's being manipulative. But this is something I would be obsessed with in but the past. see, I bet it's not even manipulative. It's just... He's probably he's just avoidant. It's just the way he is. Probably he's like, or he's like during the day he's not lonely. Like this is me, <laughs> honestly. Like if I'm like busy during the day, I'm doing things. Yeah. And I'm like not thinking about that. But then the next day, I'm like alone doing something, and yeah. I'm like feeling lonely. Is when I reopen yeah. dating apps. But I'm like that's the problem because I need to like not only look for people i think in times of despair definitely like i mean who knows i also think this is a weird time when summer hits everyone's just like flirtier and just more likely the city is a back alive i came into penn station yesterday felt like a party it was a party. yeah some people really want but i think like yeah people are flirty people are out there people are doing things i don't know what it is but it is love. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's love, honey. We're here. We're getting love. I don't know. Um, do you have plans for the weekend? Uh, yeah. I'm like seeing a bunch of friends and um, relaxing, really. Chilling. See, I'm trying to leave the house more. Yeah, that is good. Because I'm such a recluse. It is. I think like sometimes it's you need to take time alone. In your home. Just, I agree, but I take way too much. Yeah, and then it is like, I try to do like little, or little fun things. Like, I want to rollerblade again so bad, but 
even like last week I showed you all the stuff I got. It's like walking around like an area yeah. of town and we only did it for like three or four hours. I was exhausted. Oh yeah. Like it's funny how you can do that and then you're like, oh, like um, it feels great to be home again as opposed to kind of like trapped. Oh, totally. Yeah. No. And that's why I'm like, I was upstate for a few days i have to go back up this week so i'm like i'll get plenty of alone time you're on the move so like i might go to an my friends like going to like an art thing tonight which normally That's is so not fun. my thing yeah um but i was like maybe i'll go to that tomorrow i'm like seeing a friend love that sunday i think i'm also like getting brunch with someone look at that and then i'll be ready to be a recluse for the next exactly week. but you'll get that time in which is so nice yeah I love that. That's really fun. I haven't gotten brunch in a while. I forget about brunch. I only recently have gotten brunches because I worked every brunch. Right. For like... <gasps> Was your busiest shift even. So like I, I liked brunches. Brunch is a special skill, I think. Yes. As a server, especially in like busy brunch places. Yeah. Which the restaurants I always... That I worked at were. And so... And also, like, it's so insane. But when I was, like, still serving before I was a manager, yeah, I was, like, the quote-unquote head server. Absolutely. So, like, when a new GM started, who he, like, I already had kind of known because he was at a different one, he was like, okay, you can pick your, like, five shifts first. And then... Wow. And so, but I always would pick brunch. Yeah. Because it was so busy. A lot of people hate brunch because you make, you can make the same amount of money at, like, dinner but it's a lot less busy. Right. But I'm like, I like the... Choo, 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 you love it. It and makes so time I go would faster. Work like, like, literally, I think I calculated once, and it was like like 712 brunches or something. Wow. <laughs> like something insane with holidays and oh my God. random things. And I was like, it was crazy. Whoa. But so for so long going out to brunch, I would just like... Or... I'm like, I even now, if I go to a restaurant, I always have to face the wall. So you're not watching. So the... I can't see the restaurant. Wow. Or else I'm like, I cannot focus on any conversation. Oh. I can't like talk to people. How I'm always funny. thinking like, <laughs> so it, it drives me crazy. I'm like, I'd rather sit at the bar where I'm like not looking at the restaurant. Yes. That's how I but am. But then if the bartender is not doing what yeah. they're supposed to do either, that's all I'm Of course on. it stresses you out. That's how I am when I go to um, like live studio tapings. Because I worked at Late Show with David Letterman. Oh, yeah. So I can break down any seating system like when I'm there. Yeah, that's amazing. Just because you know it the way that that's you're... That's a fun skill. It is a fun skill because you can tell like... I know the way they're, co they're communicating with codes to get certain people in certain areas for the camera. Yeah. You know? And like... It's just funny. You can... Like when you know the... When you know the secret... It's like you can just watch secrets in certain areas or certain places. I would have never known before. I once went to a live taping of um, he. It's not a thing anymore. Harry Connick Jr. Show. Okay. And they like picked me. They like asked me questions. Absolutely. And he like made fun of me. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Uh, and it was like he was trying to be funny sure he was like making fun of my hair which was blonde at the time i don't like that and he was like asking if my what my parents thought of my hair and if and then said i looked like cauliflower or something okay wait and i think that like and i was responding you had to but in ways that were like funny yeah it was getting course. laughs yeah and then i watched the show and it was completely cut out of course and i was like he seemed mean i bet yes i'm sure why. they were like we can't show that you seem mean yeah and they normally cut audience because you can't hear your audio oh that makes sense so it's just like for the in the audience to warm it up to warm you guys up like in the middle yeah i never thought of that although they showed the other girl they asked the question to. oh wow it was also so like they were like everybody has under their seats and it was like a doorbell for an apartment door oh gosh i like left mine yeah they're so stupid that stuff it's weird it's so weird isn't it how you 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 chase and you want things for free and then when you get them you're just like this is trash like this is disposable because it was free like there isn't is it? no it is denying true. it yeah 
I've gotten sent so many electric toothbrushes. Yeah, and it's like from companies. Bye. And I'm like, and then I'm like, fuck, I need an electric toothbrush. I'm like, $150? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm like using the other one's box as a rest for my computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's really weird because I think about that with fashion sometimes. <laughs> like, I was, when I go to places that like you can get a really good deal. I try to be like, how, like, what is the worth to me? Not the dollar amount. Like, what do I see it's worth as? Yeah. I mean, isn't that like art too? Art. Yes. I don't get art at all. I love art. Oh. I don't mean like the pricing of it. Yeah. The pricing is, well, that's what's interesting is that someone else's ranking. But like, I want, like, there are certain pieces of art that I'm like, I love that. And it's like, it could be literally on an Etsy or it could be a famous piece of art sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. who is the one to be like, okay, that's 40 grand. Yeah, I don't know. And don't... that's $4. Yeah. And I think the trick is like also not falling for hype. Because yeah. someone else is saying it's worth. And the question is, do you agree with it? Or are you like, that's high worth. I'm going to see it as high worth. When it's like, is it though to you? Yeah, it's all about like, highfalutin people just having confidence it's all about confidence it is literally all about confidence it's about having the confidence to put fifteen thousand dollars on your painting and to be like it's worth it next question i mean i find that difficult yeah well for sure now even like which you know i still don't have a fucking manager i still don't have an agent i have a the friend who i was talking about before like helps me with managing stuff like with advice um but i'm like it's really hard for me to be like asking for more money than it's being offered or like yeah which i know is the the game it is the game but it really is so it's the most stressful part of the game for me yeah soon you won't even see it you'll just see it's part of the game but i'm like i get so worried that it's gonna they're gonna be think i'm but that's self-worth and i know but the fear of like they're gonna say fuck that but who would do that i don't know i read an article once about this girl who basically did that and she was working for um like rolling stone okay and got a job offer at like i don't know vogue i'm making these up but they were magazines and she was the vogue offered her whatever and she was like oh actually can i like counter with this and then they were like never mind and they like took back the offer yeah but that's crazy a company right? that isn't willing to even make any compromises is probably a place you don't want to work that's true a place that you're like so when i voice my opinion or anything you just could take it away that's a toxic environment and in a way when you negotiate you can find that out because someone who comes back and is willing to have a conversation mm-hmm. is somebody you want to work with and somebody who would immediately either try to manipulate you or who puts you in a position to feel like you can't communicate isn't somewhere you want to work. Yeah, that's very fair. So they're showing you. It's like in a relationship when you're texting or talking and you say like, hey, that really bugged me um, when you did this. And someone either comes back with, well, I only did this because you did this or yeah. like blah, blah. Or someone who says like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You're yeah. like, I'm now seeing the type of person you are. And that's a great thing even though I'm scared to tell you that because what if it goes badly? But then what if I spend more time with you and find out you're the type of person that it will go badly? Yeah, totally. That's true. But, yeah. So that's why you're going to do it. And anytime you're nervous, you can just talk to me and I'll fucking hype you up. I know. It really does go back and forth where I'm like, I feel so confident and I feel like the smallest person on earth. I know. <laughs> like every day is a... I get it. Every I... day is a winding road. Get a little bit closer. Um, what I was gonna say, I feel like we have from a while ago. Someone yeah. wrote something in. Oh my god, you're right. Okay, guys. So for the first time in a ah. long time, it's time for it's the embarrassing story of the week. Okay, this is from a male listener. I know. Far and few between. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna read it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm sending you my embarrassing story. I was the guy who put the dad from Inside Out has a huge dick post. Did you see that on Stuck in the Middle? I don't think so, but it's I so do funny. believe that. It's 
so funny he posted it and i was literally like this is so spot on i'm crying because i always comment on how i think he's hot yeah he's a cartoon but i'm so into it and he's so right he's got big dick energy he definitely does it's fucking great mm. and guys go to stuck in the middle because it's really funny like I, I check it out and i'm always dead okay ready yeah long time listener first time writer after hearing Jesse tell the story of nearly shitting herself riding a bike as a child, Absolutely. I knew that I had to write in with a story of my many shitty experience. Oh, well. Picture this. It's 2001, first day of sophomore year. I'm sitting in homeroom and they are doing the student handbook, which famously takes two hours for some reason every year. <laughs> <laughs> which is so true. About 30 minutes into student conduct, I feel a rut row in my lower <laughs> intestines. <laughs> in my lower intestinal region and i think to myself oh fuck i have to fart (laughs) so i casually lift my butt off of the chair to let out what i hope is going to be a very silent toot wow be careful on on wooden uh seats or you know desk also just farting in class with a prayer see that's what as a fat person i don't have that (laughs) i'm like if someone smells a fart in this room everyone thinks it's me yeah, every time I'm in a rumbo class and I smell a fart, I'm like, yeah. it, it's not me. Karen. But, <laughs> yeah. okay, he says, turns out my asshole had different plans, doesn't it always? <laughs> I wanted to basically let loose a tiny little bit of dinner from last night. Now, let's be clear. <laughs> Everybody makes the same face when they've shot themselves in public. <laughs> Eyes go wide, lips form a perfect circle, forehead and upper lip sweat forms, and you know that in the moment you wish you had a gun in one bullet. <laughs> This is who is writing this? This is Brian. He's oh my so God, funny. What a, what a um, novelist. Right. Is it Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily for me, I was able to catch it with my butt cheeks. But <laughs> <laughs> See, I have no fucking butt. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> with my butt cheeks, but had to sit with my ass <gasps> hovering above the seat for the next hour and a half. Mind you, I am frail in the closet. I am a frail in the closet young man with what one might describe as no muscle so for me (laughs) so for me sitting with my butt hovering above a seat was already a struggle but i knew that if i sat down all the way it would inevitably smear the poop into my pants wait was also it wasn't loud though it wasn't loud he pooped but he pooped he sharted or whatever which would have been devastating as i was wearing khakis it sure would have after what I can describe, you couldn't have gone to the bathroom? In a trauma like that? What if it fell down the pant? I don't know. I'd panic. Oh, that's a oh, lot wait, of shirt. Oh, underwear. I don't know. After what I can describe as the worst morning of my life to date, I rushed to the bathroom, which of course only had one stall. No. And I pulled my pants down to the terror that was now my underwear. I have to go the entire rest of the day with no underwear Absolutely. on. Which proved to be even worse because my Spanish teacher... Senor Bodhi was gorgeous, and I obviously had a huge crush on him. I am now 37, and I have realized that, like the two of you, I don't throw up. I just get the shit. (laughs) I've had the discussion with many young people, and they're horrified, saying things like, that would never happen to me. (gasps) I then say, these aren't your friends. Yeah, these are liars. I then say, you will never... Understand me. (laughs) I lost my place. Oh. I then say, you will, and when you do, you're going to think of me in this very conversation. Because in my opinion, you are not humbled as an adult until you shit your pants, even just a little bit. Absolutely. Whether that's at home, the first day of sophomore year, or on an airplane, which has also happened to me. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You should probably stop farting in public. It sounds like you're a sharder. I have had those same friends who have never shit themselves come up to me one day and say, oh my God, Brian, you're right. I was casually watching 90 Day Fiance and farted, but there was a little surprise at the end. I then say to them, welcome, you have arrived. (laughs) You don't get any special award, but you are definitely pre-qualified for a mortgage. I then go on to tell them if I had a dollar for every time I accidentally sharted, I would probably have $45. (laughs) (laughs) which isn't a lot of money but when you put it into perspective that's a lot of times that i've accidentally let a little bit of poop out of my butt on pure (laughs) accident i'm sorry that this story was so long but i have been writing it in my head for about three weeks now keep up the good work you two not all heroes 
wear capes. Love, Brian. What an icon. First of all, Brian's a comedian and he's a writer and he's a poet. That's A. That is A. B, God, can you imagine if you tell your friends that story and the reaction is, how did that even happen to you? I'd be like, get out of my home. I don't even care if it's never happened to you. You could pretend. You could pretend. And also when people are sick, because when I have stomach things, like you become a child, you become a monster. There's nothing you can do. When your body says things are going to happen, you say, how fast? How much time do I have? Like, do I have time? Not how. How come? How you don't come? get to ask no. how come. And by the way, the bike story, I did have to peel over. And as I said, later on, my sister or mom was like, a horse must have been out. That's how much shit came out. And it looked bad. But that's... <laughs> You don't get to choose, my friend. When you throw up, you don't get to choose. But for some reason, throw up, we accept. It's acceptable. And that's not right. We don't blame someone who threw up at the dinner table, in the restaurant, outside. We don't go, oh, we are like, oh, when someone shits, you're like, you're a human. Yeah. To this day, I remember once I was in my dorm and I was an RA. And yeah. so I had to, and it was shared bathrooms. Yeah. So like I had to share the bathroom with Ugh, my residents. Terrible. And, you know. Well, things happen. Rumble in the jungle. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was walking down the hall and I was like, I'm gonna die. Yeah. And I got into the bathroom and I was like, you know, and it was like, if I move. Breathe. Or breathe or do anything. Yeah. It's going to happen. On the floor. And I just froze. Oh. (laughs) In like the middle of the bathroom. (laughs) Like froze like a statue. (laughs) For like a full minute. Praying to the the, gods. It like passed for one second. And prayed no one walked into the bathroom. Because I couldn't. If someone walked in and I had to speak gone game over game over if i had moved one inch and to this day i can remember that (gasps) moment so well being like you are amazing (laughs) your body can do things no other body can true you held it and it was a catastrophe catastrophe my god i mean you know I'll never forget homecoming when I held up a stall one out of three in this bathroom where shoes, heels were rotating in and out and mine never changed. And I said, there is nothing you can do. At first, you're like, I can't fart in public. And then you go, I'll die here. I will. Everyone's getting a little chuckle in the line. And you know what? I'm glad I could make you smile. It was you whores. It's everybody poops, you know? Everybody shits. It's so funny. That it's such a source of pride, practically. It's like, what? We're all humans. We all fart. It's insane. I was watching a video, I think it was on my TikTok, where it's a girl at the gym and this hot guy is like stretching her. And he goes to stretch her. And she, like, it's a loud, abrupt, like, everyone's surprised fart where then, like, but if you don't laugh at that, and it's like, of course. Have I told this embarrassing story before? I don't think you have. That when I was in, like, 10th grade. Yeah. I... I broke my arm, I think, in ninth grade. I had oh, broken my arm. With the skateboard. Ninth or tenth grade. Yeah, I broke my arm yeah. with the skateboard. And so for gym class... Oh, God. I was put in, like, a special gym class. <laughs> yeah. And so there was people there with physical disabilities, like, you know, mental disabilities, yeah. the whole thing. But obviously it was a hectic class because <laughs> everybody's of on course. different... Th- and so the teacher, the coach would be like... Okay, so it was me and then this other girl okay. who was like a popular girl. Absolutely. And I think her name was Jill. And we weren't like friends, but we were in the same grade. Yeah. And I don't remember why she was there. I think a note, period, perhaps. Yeah, she gets her literally, period. I'm like, so I they're think like, she gets put like her bad in the other periods. class. <laughs> but it was like basically like me and the head cheerleader, let's say. Wow. She wasn't the head cheerleader, but like the she cheerleader. She was on the squad. She was cool. Yeah. And so the coach would be like, okay, you guys like basically pair off and do your own thing. But it was like uncomfortable. We don't really talk. Of course. The very first class, she was like, okay, so just do like the things from the physical fitness test. Like we had to do like sit-ups, push-ups, and then like walk the track. And so the very first day, 
were doing sit-ups and yes. she's holding my feet yes. and I farted from <laughs> the bottom of the sit-up to the top of the sit-up. Which is nice because you get to make eye contact at the top. And we made eye contact. <laughs> I can literally still see in my brain her face yeah. and like the room we were in. <laughs> Like, you know, those moments that it's like, it's just going to be in your brain. And I was like, so embarrassed. Yeah. And her face was so shocked. It's, everyone, when it's not your fart, honestly, sometimes when it is, it is shocking. It was shocking. And then we both burst into laughter. Yeah. And oh, we're laughing great. like so hard. Yeah. And then became like fast friends. And then for the rest of the year, we would just walk the track and uh, talk like about random shit love that and then i got her a job actually at the grocery store i was working at i'm crying i feel like honestly when you can fart and laugh in front of someone it's like a closeness you can't define (laughs) and we had like a friend in common at the time but i was like so i was you know it was just so funny and such a funny way to become friends with someone yes what it's a it's a sped up way for sure there was i had another friend in high school and we became friends who was like popular at the time she's a major fall from grace um (laughs) sorry bitch (laughs) text me if you're mad we haven't talked since high school not because like we just whatever but we were in chorus in like seventh grade absolutely because it was like it was elementary school was like k through six yeah 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 and then we had junior high seventh and eighth me too and then high school was yeah. ninth yeah so like you know when you get to seventh grade and it was like all seven elementary schools are yes. like mixing yes. and it's like oh <laughs> like it's basically yeah. going to a new school yeah and it was like our third day in chorus and i guess her friend asked for a brush like on the okay. other side of the room a hairbrush and she like threw the hairbrush to her and it just nailed me in the side of the head oh fucking fuck <laughs> Come on. But we became like friends? really fast friends from that. <laughs> and she was nice like, oh my you. God, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. And then we like got to talking <laughs> a bit. And then we had German class actually. I'm dead. And she was in my German class and she like walked in and like sat next to me. And we became friends that, that way. That is a beautiful thing then. That's nice. I mean, it was very funny. It was also my second day of junior high, and I got nailed in the head with a hairbrush that's what by I'm a saying. hot blonde. That's, but. Well, yeah, that's rough. That's rough times. God, do you remember that feeling of going to a new school? I remember being so scared. And I, you remember I mean getting that, on the bus? The bus. Because I never... Like, what? My parents have lived in the same... Like, I never moved as Me a too. kid. Me so, too. But I meant, like, when you oh, went to high. middle school, or, like, even just the start of every year. I was scared out of my fucking mind. And also because so my junior high was split into four like halls, basically. Okay. And they had names all named after like they changed them the last three years because they were all named after like um, Southern War Generals. Absolutely. Because it was like Houston, Clay, Calhoun and something else. But it wasn't by like alphabet. I don't know how they organize it. Yeah. And then if your sibling had been in that hall at some point, you would be put in that same hall. Wow. So like I knew because my brother had been in Calhoun, I'd be in Calhoun. (laughs) But then all of my best friends in like elementary school, we were each in a different hall. And that's where all your classes were. So yeah, like, and you had no way was, to communicate it was like either. All math, science, English, like all the core classes were like in that right. hall. And so, and that's where your locker and stuff was. So I remember being right. like a nervous wreck. That's what I'm saying. And there was no texting. So you would call your close friends and be like, who do you have? And then when you don't have the same thing, it'd be like, maybe I'll totally. see you at lunch. We have different lunch periods. It's like, maybe I'll see you after school. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It was such a nightmare. You would I'd be so nervous. And then you'd hear like, Rachel and Kim are together. Rachel and I Kim know. are together. They're together without Fuck. me. And you'd be yeah. like, Rachel and Kim are going to get close. And then what am I going to be? Chopped liver? What if we don't wake up after school? It's so funny. Mom, what am I going to do? I don't want to make new friends. I don't have new friends. That was after eighth grade. I was losing. They came into our class like the end of eighth grade to yeah. explain how we're going to be getting recommended for either like regular regions program, honors regions programs, or integrated regions programs, okay. which was for the dumb kids. Jesus Christ. I can give you a guess what the, it was <laughs> called. 
because it was called the Integrated Regions Program, but it was oh for the slower God. kids. So that was what. So they're explaining, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, imagine being in that." Whatever. That's a, yeah. And then they're like, "The letters will be like when you get home. The letters should be there." Jesus. Christ. And I remember opening the letter and seeing I R P. Oh my God. And devastation devastated devastation reigns of course my best friend kate is in honors of course she's in honors my current roommate honors Honors. like my friend honors but then my one friend devin thank god for devin calls me sobbing being like i got irp and i was like i got irp too oh my god and then thank god so i mean listen we were the smartest kids in class i'll tell you that and then i did get out the next year thank you very much I went from that to honors. Thank you very much because I made it my yes. fucking mission, even though I hated every second of it. Yeah. God, that's trauma. Kids are traumatized left and right. Literally traumatized. We put them in these systems and these things that start to make them question their self worth. The yeah. Like literally from the get, we do it to them and it's just so horrific. I remember I like never was in an advanced or honors class ever and i did really amazing in chemistry so they suggested i did honors physics or ap physics and i was like i can't believe it i literally got there and just started flunking the class and i felt like shit i had to drop the class and the teacher like almost immediately was like you shouldn't be here and like i was just like i think i can do it i think i can work hard and then we had a take home a take home chris and i was like i can't i'm gonna fail the take home it doesn't matter if i put 20 hours in i'm gonna fail i'm gonna fail i don't understand this and like just the way i felt at first being like i can't believe it i am smart i am in an advanced class and then immediately being like you shouldn't be here you suck yep i got fail i I remember my first honor i was only in honors history yeah and the first test i got a 40 <laughs> and it said see me on it yep and i didn't because i was too scared <laughs> yeah so i just pretended not to and then at the end of the semester he like called me up and he was like why didn't you see me on yeah. this test and i was like oh um and he was like i was gonna say you can retake it oh and i was like oh i'll just take the 40 i'm not gonna do better <laughs> It like, was a nightmare. School sucks. School? Don't get me started. I'm like, Ugh. the fact that we have classes to learn about, like how to do proofs and like math things that like physics, but there's no class on like doing your taxes. Stupid. Psychotic. What the fuck I in the world? Why? Why are we not learning how to understand. do like taxes? How to like invest in things who came up with the system like why is it math about budgeting and finance it really should be there should be a whole thing yes finance of course finance should be something everybody fucking learns and then the whole world isn't going to be that's probably fucking why if everyone fully understands how credit cards can ruin your life it's gatekeepers those are gatekeepers they don't want people to learn how to use money so that they can't make money it's crazy. That's how they make money. Credit card companies make money by like people not understanding. And like health insurance companies. There I should be a fucking you should learn health insurance from the fucking age of kindergarten because it's so goddamn confusing. Yeah, and then also as kids you can be like, Why the fuck are we doing this? And the adults can say, We're stuck in a s no, no one knows. I watched the I watched um, Dr. Death on Peacock. It's like okay, that sounds a documentary. Oh, well, okay. it's like a whole thing about... I Death? listened to the podcast too. No, it's this oh. doctor who was like a neurosurgeon. Love. And in his first 18 months of being a doctor, like a neurosurgeon, yeah. he had 38 surgeries and 32 of them. Like two of them had died. The rest all had insane issues. And he just had no idea literally what he was doing. And wow. it was like these two doctors who kept following him from job to job trying to get the board to pay attention finally went to like the da of texas <gasps> and was able were able to they're like he is actively killing people wow. on purpose <gasps> the document, on purpose like he would <gasps> it something was wrong with him mm-hmm. and i guess he had been he went to like the best school and he was perfect at wow. school like his the teachers were like he really was amazing here. yeah like those aren't lies but he would do things like he thought he was god that's the problem 
and he also had drug problems. Yikes. And so, like, he, his own best friend needed, like, an adjustment of, like, he had fallen and hit his I'm scared, spine, I'm scared, I'm scared. And he paralyzed his own best friend from the neck down and, like, never even said sorry. Shut up. Never. Like, that was what he would do. And, like, this woman went in because she f- had fallen and there was, like, a bad disc in her back. So he was just supposed to take out the disc and she dies. It was supposed to be a 40-minute long surgery. He never, like, apologizes to the family. He thinks... and But during these surgeries, <sighs> other people are in there being like, that's not how it's supposed oh to be. Oh, my God, shut but up. But he's the top dog. Yeah, you can't call him and out. And so, like, there was one <gasps> where he had... It was him and, like, uh, the nurse, the OR nurse. Right. And he was, like, putting in hardware, like, fake something in the spine. And the nurse was like, that's not <gasps> bone. Yeah. Like, that's not anything that's between the muscle and the bone. That's not where that goes. Right. And he said the neurosurgeon, like, he just kept yelling at him and was like, whatever. Uh, And the nurse kept saying, like, this is wrong. And then he was like, then go get your boss or whatever. So he, like, goes and gets someone. The boss, like, gets him out of the room, the doctor that's doing it wrong. And then the next doctor who fixed the surgery, like, had the nurse film it to be like, look at all of this shit because he was like, I knew there was going to be something down the road. But the point of the whole story is basically the healthcare system is so fucked up that like, especially in the state of Texas, like a neurosurgeon on average brings a hospital at least $3 million in revenue a year. And they get paid no matter what happens. And there's a cap on like medical malpractice suits in Texas. So the no. top thing you can get if you sue for malpractice is $250,000. So they're like, we get 10, you know, six malpractice suits. We're still coming out. Oh my God. And so he, I mean, literally it was crazy. It was these two doctors like fought tooth and nail and he's now in prison this. for life. I'm wa- what? Where is it? I'm Peacock. You guys were all watching. That sounds. It's only four episodes and it's fascinating. I'm, di- I'm, di- as you're, I'm fully. It's so good. I'm fully like that's because I was watching botched different, but I feel like Dr. Dubrow, whatever. And the other guy, they have these like God complexes, these doctors, like I'm watching them and just the way they are. And they're like, we love a challenge. And I'm like, you fucking sick fuck. You know what we should do? What? For the, for (gasps) the. In the Patreon. Patreon movie episode. Yes. We'll watch two episodes of Dr. Death done out of four we're doing it together so guys hop over there fucking hot we're about to literally we're, we're doing it now there's no we're way doing we, it now like, so it'll so- be up now if you're listening <gasps> i'm fucking hype it's on bitch. peacock so you know well it's the t- yeah it's on peacock okay which you can have even if you don't have a and if you don't you just account. listen we'll just literally tell you what's and it's, happening. it's fascinating and the <gasps> fucking i mean you'll see i can't the the um doctor nurse the woman the district attorney assistant district attorney is like a young woman okay and it's like so unprecedented yes and like the people the families are like we never thought anyone would actually help in this way and she was like i just had a feeling like this was crazy and it's so hard because she's like a, a lawyer she doesn't know anything about neurosurgery of course so to be able to prove things were unintentional <gasps> and the other lawyer who was like working for the civil cases on yeah. the families was like if you had told me no one that a doctor right. would go to prison for life for what he had done in the operating room she's like this woman is a angel there's yeah. like I, it's so unheard of in the law world and well because that's a really mean malicious person but it all comes down to i think he really had a god punk like complex because finally and i mean there's it's not a huge spoiler it's a been out there but um at the at the uh trial the guy who's like the expert witness the doctor yeah must be some mega neurosurgeon that this guy actually respects yeah because it was only after that that it kind of seemed like he realized maybe I'm was a terrible surgeon. Right. Because the guy was like, this is 
Like I like pointing to jurors being like, you could walk into the operating room and do better than this. Like, wow. Yeah. There's no one in the hospital. And that's why it's like, it's no, you've been training for years. Steady. It's the healthcare system. They're like, there was seven people in every fucking room he was in. Right. And only these two doctors are the ones who are brave enough to speak up. And it's like, and yeah, but it's crazy. So guys, on that note yeah guys god we love hop you over to the patreon yes we're gonna continue this party but until next time and go to stuck in the middle join the combo yes. if you want to send an embarrassing story do it also don't forget to rate and review i am looking for positive feedback in my life and i'm not i need more reviews you know what i mean and chris does too we both it's like help us out you know what i mean please please and until next time yeah Live every day like you're what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 